Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul promoting pathological positivity today, and it's easier when I have the caliber of guest that I have invited to be with me here today. This is a good friend of mine, someone that I've known for quite a while, someone that I think I helped to rediscover. Does that sound fair to you? This is my dear friend, Jenny Roper. Say hello, Jenny. Hello. I'm so thrilled that you're here today. I am too. I rediscovered you. You did. Can I claim that privilege? Yes. Jenny is this amazing, inspiring person. Earlier in your life, Jenny, you were a counselor of young people. You did a fair amount of of public speaking in connection with that position. And then you took a little hiatus, a little break to raise a couple of boys who are now teenagers. (laughs) Grand adventures that you've had there. And I rediscovered you in the midst of that and had you speak at a couple of events that I was sponsoring. And you did an amazing job as you just floored the audience. You had such a powerful message, and so I've been bugging you and coercing you to get back into the speaking business. You've joined the National Speakers Association, our local chapter. Um, You're doing some phenomenal things with that. Anyway, that's the short version. Here's something you ought to know about Jenny, folks. If you guys don't know her already, you'll want to visit her website, which I think is JennyRoper.com. Yes. J-E-N-I-R-O-P-E-R.com. The theme there is wiggle room. And there's a reason why we picked this. Uh, I say we because you and I talked together about coming up with with a bit of a platform for you. Yes. Jenny has a story, and I'm going to have you share that story in just a minute. It's amazing to me that you are a spirit speaker, because that's one of the hard things for you. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Speaking, you're going to hear some interesting things in Jenny's voice. And that's because of a condition that she is going to describe to you as part of the story. Jenny, tell us where this started. You're a world record holder, true? I am. (laughs) I am. I beat out David Blaine, the illusionist. David Blaine, back in 2008, he went on a little show called Oprah, uh-huh. and he broke the world record for holding his breath. Holding his breath. Yes, and he held his breath for a whopping 17 minutes and no four way. seconds. Yes, it's amazing. You gotta go on YouTube and watch it. It's just amazing. He held his breath for seventeen minutes and four seconds. Yes, you're kidding me. He didn't die. He didn't die. He didn't die. No, it's amazing. 
Because had he died, we wouldn't consider it a world record. Exactly. Yeah. Wow, and you beat that. I did. On purpose? No. Uh, no. Jenny, the show is live on purpose. Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tell us the story, the context around that. You held your breath for something longer than 17 minutes and four seconds. I did. Um, you know how your wife goes in and has the baby? And after about 30 hours of labor, mm-hmm. the baby comes out and, and starts crying. Right. And you say, oh, okay, yeah, baby's here. And well, with me, it was a little different. Uh-huh. I didn't breathe. And the doctors were very concerned. And, mm. and they had to basically turn all their attention to my mom, who was having some struggles. Mm-hmm. And after about five, five or ten minutes, they pronounced me dead. Stillborn. Uh, Stillborn. Wait, you died? I didn't really live yet. You did. That's probably more accurate, huh? Probably. You, because there was no breath. There was no breath. There I, wasn't that joyful cry that says, no. hey, I'm here in the world. No. No, I was just there. Wow, five minutes. And there's more. Oh. There's more. Well, I hope so, because you're sitting on my couch. You know, right? After the doctors had given up on me, there were two nurses, two angels, that would not give up. And I don't know what prompted them, but they did CPR on me forever. And when I say forever, I mean 28 minutes. And after that 28th minute... I took my first breath of life. Wow. 28 minutes. Yes. That's how long you held your breath. That's how long. So I, I beat David Blaine. You beat, you almost doubled his record, I Jenny. know. What's up with that? Wow. But that left some permanent marks, didn't it? It did. Your brain's not. Meant to go without oxygen for 20 minutes. Right. So the condition that you have is very similar to cerebral palsy. It is cerebral palsy. In fact, that's what we call it. Yes. So you wiggle. I wiggle. A A lot. lot. (laughs) (laughs) That's what some of your stories are about, too. Oh, yeah. But it affects your speech. It does. Um, It affects your thinking. No. (laughs) Well, that's you the kicker. got me there. I almost got you, Jenny. I want to emphasize that because your mind is sharp. You're on it. In fact, you are one of the funniest people I know. <laughs> if, if you guys want a real treat, just follow Jenny on Facebook. <laughs> oh, hilarious. No, I got to be careful. You, well, you should always be careful, Jenny. <laughs> But she is the, one of the most authentic and funny people that you'll get to know. Locked inside of this body that has created some very unique challenges for you. And some pretty funny stories. Yes. Th- there was something you told me before about a couple of kids who were kind of staring at you. 
Yes. Uh, teenage kids. Would you share that? I will. <laughs> um, I was walking down a sidewalk one day. Now, when you say walking down a sidewalk, I paint a picture for us. I was wiggling down a sidewalk Have you been pulled day. over before for drunk walking? Um, not yet. <laughs> it's on my to-do list. <laughs> but it could happen. It could. I, I've actually, on the phone, people ask me if I'm drunk. They don't mm-hmm. know me. So... So yeah. you're wiggling down the I'm sidewalk. I'm wiggling down the sidewalk, and behind me, I hear a couple of kids, and they are, when I say kids, I mean teenagers. Teenagers, right. Yeah. They're like la- your kids. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. my kids. They're kind of laughing and poking fun and doing what teenagers do. Yeah. When they're... When something is funny uh-huh. and and not normal, right? And so I was feeling a little bit angry that day. No, yeah, a little, just a little bit. And so I turned around and faced them right in the face, and I pointed my finger at them. They thought they were going to get a lecture. Mm-hmm. And I said, don't do, and then I pointed right at me, drugs. <laughs> so don't do drugs. <laughs> and you know what, Dr. Paul? I don't think they ever did. It scared the daylights out of them, didn't it? I hope so. <laughs> you know what? That's one thing that I love about your approach to life, Jenny, because here's this body that is a little hard to drive. Yes. In fact, probably you shouldn't be driving. Not legally. They don't yeah. let me. Right. So. And that's okay because yeah. the rest of us are more safe if you're not. <laughs> but that creates some challenges for you. And I have been with you before when you've just turfed it. <laughs> yes. Just down she goes. And it's kind of scary. But you take that in stride. In fact, I think there was a time in a restaurant when you just totally biffed it. Oh, my it. goodness. What yes. was that story? It was... We were going to dinner, and of course it was the dinner hour, mm-hmm. and it was at Subway. Okay. So everyone was sitting, eating fresh, and right when I walked in the door, I tripped over the welcome mat. Uh, and I biffed it hard. Down she went. <laughs> down. And the first thing I look at when I fall is how many people saw. <laughs> right. And for me that day, it was the whole restaurant. It's and hard to do that inconspicuously. It really is. And you could almost hear the swish from all the heads turning to look uh. my way. And there's a split second where I think in my head, okay, how am I going to handle this? Uh, and sometimes it's not very, sometimes it's, it's just not as... As graceful as or graceful dignified. There you go. See, that's why I didn't know the word, because it's not in my vocabulary. <laughs> graceful. That's a really good word. 
<laughs> so what I did in that split second is I decided that I would make the best of it. Mm-hmm. And I stood up and put my hands up in the air and said, Ta-da! <laughs> did you get a laugh out of that? You know what? I didn't get a laugh except my teenagers. Your they kids laughed. laughed. Yeah. But what I did, what happened is that everybody went back to eating. Right. Because everybody felt comfortable. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, this really uncomfortable moment right. became real and natural and normal. So Yeah, which is made possible because of your approach to this thing. Now, listeners... Just consider your own feelings as we started this interview with Jenny today. Because your voice is different from what most people are going to expect on Live On Purpose Radio. Now, I've known you for years, so I get it. But it takes a little while to get used to that and to become comfortable with it. Yes. And Jenny, the fact that you're willing to just be out there and be you gives people that permission to be comfortable and you've been able to develop this into a very powerful message that you share with youth groups with community groups with corporations as you go in and and create a new possibility for them yes that is really cool (laughs) in fact we're going to develop that a little more as we get into our into our second half today um wiggle room Let's just address that quickly before we go to our break, because we've only got about 10 seconds. Wiggle Room. This has been your platform because you want to give people the permission and space to not be perfect, to go ahead and wiggle. Go ahead. Go ahead and wiggle. It's okay. Not only is it okay, there's something really cool and liberating about that. We'll be right back. My name is Chris Crone, and thank you for listening to Live On Purpose Radio. I became financially independent, starting from nothing, by the age of 26. My purpose is to financially liberate the captive. Are you searching for a realistic, proven system in real estate to create enough residual income to retire or fund your dreams? I invite you to learn about a passive, turnkey, proven system and approach to real estate where my team of 200 experts can do all the heavy lifting to create the freedom you're searching for. Visit www.liveonpurpose.strongbrook.com to get a free copy of my book, The Straight Path to Real Estate Wealth. Just enter the code FREE at www.liveonpurpose.strongbrook.com. Thank you for listening to Live on Purpose Radio. We're so glad to have you here. Please come by the website, drpauljenkins.com, spelled with a D-R, drpauljenkins.com. On the website, you'll have an opportunity to receive a free download. And while you're there, make sure you click on the social media icons. Come over to Facebook, where we will be posting these episodes as well as our YouTube videos 
and other content and announcements for you to share. Please like us, comment, subscribe, join the conversation. We're happy to have you with us here at Live On Purpose Radio. Let's all support each other to live on purpose. DrPaulJenkins.com I don't know the key to success, but the key to failure is trying to please everybody. Bill Cosby Jenny, we've been having some fun here. Good. And I, I think there's an important thing that we should probably address because I just, I get together with you and I have so much fun. You're this positive force for good in our world and you share a powerful message when you speak, when you, when you blog or post your just funny little happenings that happen to you in your life. And people might get the impression that, oh, well, this is a remarkable lady who um, just somehow has this positive perspective on life and she's just been blessed with that. But it hasn't always been that way. Oh, no. No. Um, As a teenager, I think that was the most trying time for Mm. me. If you... Remember, I don't know, you're, you might be too old to remember, but <laughs> as, a <What>? teen- <laughs> as a teenager, you either want two things. You want to stand out and be noticed, uh-huh. or you want to just disappear. And right. somehow I wanted both at the same time, mm-hmm. and I couldn't have either. So... Or the way that you were standing out is not what you had in mind. Not at all. No. Because that attention can be a real plus or a real negative. Exactly. And I'm thinking about that, Jenny, in terms of my own teenage daughter and all of the teenagers that I know. And it is a, it's a difficult, sensitive time yeah. where sometimes you just think, think of yourself in, in ways that are not necessarily healthy or yes. complimentary. Exactly. And so you went through that same stuff as a normal teenager. Yes. With an abnormal condition. Yes. And I think a, a very important part of my my story is is realizing that that old lady in the back of the room at church mm-hmm. has she would come up with tears in her eyes and say, you are so inspiring. Mm-hmm. And I think, you don't know me. Mm-hmm. You're just inspired because I'm her freak. Because you, know? you wiggle. Because I wiggle. And there's yeah. so much more to me than that. And I'd be bitter. I, I think, why can't you see the inside and not that? So, right. So. Right. But you haven't been able to get rid of the outside. No. And that's part of the point that I think is imp- important to make. Sometimes our circumstances just are what they are. Yep. You don't get to change that. No. Nope. So you can't change the fact that you have cerebral palsy. No. Nope. That you wiggle. <laughs> Permanent, as far as we know. Okay. 
right? Until you <laughs> right. stop wiggling, and then who knows what happens who after knows? that. But okay, so it is what it is. You went through a whole process of finally figuring some things out about that. Yes. What did, what did you realize? What share that with me? Um, one of my experiences is I was in a store, and again. I fell, <laughs> and yeah. it was a big ball. I, t- I took a whole display down with me, and couldn't really do it do it quietly. <laughs> you can't take down an end display quietly. No, I cannot. And right away, a good Samaritan came and helped me up and helped take care of the boxes that I. <laughs> Built and there was a language barrier. I kept trying to thank her and I kept trying to trying to help and she mm-hmm. wouldn't let me help. Mm-hmm. She was scared I'd fall again. Yeah. And after after it was over and all the boxes were put together, I hugged her and I, I said, You're beautiful. And I don't know if she understood or not. Mm-hmm. But as I went home that day, I thought about her. And I thought, you know, I played this maybe game in my head. Maybe she needed this today. Mm-hmm. Maybe she needed to show her heart when her language couldn't. Right. And I thought, that probably wasn't about me. That yeah. ball that day. It probably wasn't even about me. It was probably about her and her willingness to help and her showing that to mm. me. That perspective changes something. Yes. When it's about you, you can be consumed with being embarrassed. Yes. Mortified. And you practice it a lot. So. Oh, yes. Yes. And you know what? I'm glad that you can make fun of that or have fun with it because it's not fun no when it happens but you don't get to choose that i mean it just happens and so as you figured out this is not about me and perhaps there's something about my experience here that is really for the purpose of improving someone else's life in some way how weird is that i know right? that blows me away every time i think about it it just And you know, Jenny, that's one of the things that I've noticed about your Facebook posts, for example, because you're just sharing what happens to you in the normal course of living in this wiggly body of yours. And, and you do it in such a way that you show, Hey, I, this is my package. Uh, it is what it is. And here's Jenny. Ta-da. Yeah. Ta-da. And because you're accepting of it and have come to some level of peace with it, it gives other people permission to do the same. Yes. And they can see the humor in it, too, because you, you're you very funny about how you approach it. <sighs> so that's kind of cool. Yeah. I just thought of something else I wanted to share. Have you ever run a 5K? No. Hmm. Not at all. But I seem to recall that you entered one. I did. And you finished it. I did. You didn't run it? No. I wiggled it. 
<laughs> you wiggled it. I did. You came I, in dead last, Jenny. Dead last. Some people had already had their dinner <laughs> after finishing yes. the race, but you finished. I finished. I have thought about that so many times because I was in the same 5K. In fact, Vicky and I showed up and ran up for date night. This was sponsored by our mutual friend and associate, Blue Robinson, who is the founder of Addict to Athlete. Yes. And that's a group that you have become a champion for. <laughs> Love the group. And they're your champions too. I mean, it's a yes. beautiful thing. Yeah. But here you are in this 5K. You come in dead last. Now, from the world standards, you would look at that and say that it was a failure. Yes. Dead last! Jenny, you should be ashamed, right? Right. Except when you realize that with your package, with cerebral palsy, you don't do 5Ks. How many other people with cerebral palsy were in that 5K? None. Zero. 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 How many people with cerebral palsy are out there thinking, I can't do a 5K? Have you thought that before in the past? Oh, yeah. In fact, you tried to get out of this one. <laughs> I did. <laughs> but some of your friends over at Addict to Athlete wouldn't have anything to they do with that. They would not. What happened? Me. The weather was horrible. It was horrible. And I didn't think I could do it. Mm-hmm. And one of my good friends... I was getting all emotional and weepy and helping for a soldier to cry on and saying, I don't know if I can do this. And he looked me square in the eye and said, Jenny, you are going to do this. I know that you can do this. So just get out there and do it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. He knew he or she. He. he he knew that you could do this. Yes. You, you knew that you couldn't. No. Yeah. Who was right? He was right. <laughs> do you hate to admit it? <laughs> he was right, but it inspired something in you to say, wait a minute. Maybe. Maybe. What if? Yes. What if I could do this? I think you've got some mileage out of that, too, haven't you? Yes. Yes. Um, our friend Blue Robinson wants to use me as an example. If mm-hmm. Jenny can do it, anyone can do it. <laughs> so. Don't you love to be that oh, example, Jenny? I love to be that gal. Yeah. But this is something you didn't even know that you could do yourself. No. I, I love this example as well. And we know another record, world record holder, Brad Barton. Yes. Uh, Brad's been on the show a couple of times. My listeners are probably familiar with him. He he set last year. He set the master's record for the mile run in the world. Yes, ran it in four sixteen. I know that's amazing. Can we do these phenomenal things? Apparently, we can. And and what is it that's your record? If you're listening to this, and if you hear Jenny, who in in the thick of this cerebral palsy that you've learned to do something with. You've learned that it's not about you. You've learned that you can do things that you didn't know you could. And that makes you an inspiring person. In fact, Jenny, you can't even walk into a room without being noticed. 
Dang it. You are not anonymous. No. So you've chosen to use that on purpose to inspire people. Yes. You inspire them by accident all the time, but you're doing <laughs> it on purpose now, which I think is, is a beautiful thing. What would you want our listeners to know about themselves, especially if they're sitting there thinking, oh, I am flawed, I am imperfect, I'm, I'm just not good enough. What's your message to them? I would say yes, all of those things are true. And what? Yeah, it's are. true that I'm flawed. It's true, and guess what? We're all divinely designed to be perfectly imperfect. That's our design. Now that's a tweetable thing. Yeah, we are all divinely designed to be perfectly imperfect. Yes, love it. Yes, and. Those imperfections aren't an accident. They're hmm. there for us to use, either for ourselves to grow or, like I said, for other people to be inspired. It's not about you. No, it's not. What a relief. Yeah. <laughs> You've dealt with this whole thing so much better since you realized that. Yes. You didn't always see this as a divine gift. No. Sometimes it felt like a curse. Yes. Sometimes you got into the victim why me mode. It still does sometimes. Sure. Dr. Ball. It still does. And that's okay? Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. And that's, that's maybe the, the message of our interview here today. Because if we can give ourselves permission to be perfectly imperfect, dis divinely designed to be imperfectly imperfect, yes. perfectly imperfect. Oh my gosh, I can't say that either. You're not perfect. It's as it should be. Yes. And knowing that, we can be free to go be who we are and to share those gifts that we have with others. Yes. Jenny, you're amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Okay, everybody. JennyRoper.com. Hire her. Your people will be inspired. It creates new possibilities. Thank you for being here today, Jenny. Thank you. Everybody go out there and live or wiggle on purpose. <laughs>